Hey, this is Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom. <laughs> well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Signal of Doom and Jump Shots on San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. I'm Dave. I'm here with Rich. Rich, how are you going? Hey, not too bad, buddy. Yourself? Very well. You've been called into the batting order outside of your normal uh, kind of like sphere. And yeah, I've said yeah. you've got a call up from the selectors. Yes, got to, you need need someone to come in and temper your uh, excitement for all the greatest shows ever made. Well, I don't know about the greatest <laughs> shows ever made, but certainly this Comic-Con uh, was pa- jam-packed with news. And we aren't going to cover every single thing at Comic-Con, but I did mention, uh, I've been mentioned, quite, quite a few people have messaged me um, over the course of the weekend, and I said, yeah, we're going to do a special show on it. Um, and I wanted to get something out before Friday's show, so we're going to go down it and uh, talk about it. Now, first up, um, I think we need to talk about the Marvel presentation. So Kevin Feige, it was the first time in three years, um, which I didn't realise that they, I thought they'd done some sort of remote comic cons and stuff, but it was the first time in three years that they had people in Hall H. Um, my cat is complaining. Uh, he doesn't really like the Marvel Phase 5 news. Um, now, Marvel Phase 5 starts with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania which is uh, at Feb 17, 2023. I watched the presentation. There couldn't be less chemistry between Evangeline Lilly and Paul Rudd. My God. Oh, my God. I, was, I, I couldn't believe that that was Evangeline Lilly. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't know it was either. I was, I was like, who is who this person? Hell, who the hell is that person? Yeah, I was like, who is this kind of like soccer mom who thinks she's a bit of a hippie dancing around? I, I, I agree. I did not know who that was. I was like, I'm not even sure who this person is. And then I just realized it must be her. Um, yeah, they, they had no chemistry. Uh, you had little itty-bitty bimbo up the other end too who wasn't who wasn't helping matters. Um, you know, the blonde who was just like, you know, I'm little Miss Ditz. I've got no idea what I'm doing. I'm just happy to have a job. Um, uh, is it, you're talking about the one playing Cassie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, saying, she. Well, uh, she might be very new. She seemed very like. Yeah, during the uh, headlights. Like dear, yeah, dear in the headlights. She was just like, what? What is going on? What is this? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I show. I mean, yeah. She was like. I'll be honest with you. I, I I watched some of the highlights and stuff and all that, and I just. I don't know if it's the audio or whatnot, but I barely heard any cheering whenever. They were like, and now this person, and now this person, and now this. And I'm just like, why? Just fucking show some footage, man. Bring well, the, fine, bring the director out if you want, but just show some footage and and stuff. I don't need, I don't need to sit there for like twenty, thirty minutes while you fucking bring out the entire cast just to stand there and yeah, wave. Like I know, wave and say nothing at all about your show. And and that is what I find so funny. And I said this to Adam, um, all this talk, they always mention the sense of family and we're just cool outcasts. These people are so terrified of pissing Disney off that they tell nothing. They don't advertise the movie in any way, any real way, other than we had a really fun time making it and I think you really enjoy it. They give nothing. And I actually think they should give something. And it's, it's really, to me... Um, I agree it becomes annoying and and just painful 
But regardless, so I mean, I'm not at all excited for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Although Modok is in it, Rich, which was the um, trailer which we don't see, which also pisses me off because the audiences outside the convention center is so massive, numbering in the hundreds of millions. I don't understand why people who are tuning in to watch this shit, you know, virtually can't see this stuff. Like, why? You know, if it's good enough to show these fucking morons in Hall H, it's good enough to show everyone else. Like, seriously, that 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 does annoy me and frustrates me. And again, that happened here. But Modoc was shown. There was no audio of him. Um, a single shot though, so we do know Modoc is coming in. Look, at, uh, uh, here's the thing: I don't have an issue with them showing the the people that stuff, and then we get it later. I'm sure. fine with that. I'm fine with that being like, a, well, you got to see it first, then you can tweet about it and share about it first. But yes, at some point, they should just fucking put the whole thing on and yeah. show all the, the the special footage and stuff and all that. Because, you know, I'm sorry, but you have millions of people around the world. Not everyone can come to your little SDCC, you know. Well, that's right. I mean, it's an exclusive club. Minutes of, and here's this person, and here's this person, and here's this person. They just want to see what the product looks like. Yeah, exactly. Like, people are paying enough money to support these franchises. You're big enough that, like, you can play to that little hall, you're not little, but the Hall H audience of just the absolute tippy-top of those people who queue up for days, which I would never do. Um, But we've supported these people with our hard-earned dollars our whole lives. So show us the fucking footage, Disney. Um. So that's the first thing I have to say. Now, then we had the Secret Invasion. Uh, we had Kobe Smulders come up, um, the Disney Plus series. It's going to be a dark thriller in which one can never be certain who is a human and who isn't. Obviously, Sam Jackson is playing a large role, and it's a bit of a two-hander, I believe. Uh, spring 2023, I am looking forward to this show, Rich. What about you? Couldn't give a shit. Why is that? Why Why? Why? why have you given up? What's happened? Um, What's uh, happened in your so life? The, the issue I guess I have is that... <laughs> I think that there's just certain events um, that when your universe is as small as theirs is, don't, it's hard to be that impactful. Like, Mm. yeah, I get you. You know, like when you do something like Secret Invasion, you're dealing with the entire Marvel universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's every character throughout the comics. You know what I mean? It's Spider Man, it's X Men. You know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah. it affects the entire universe. Like they don't even have Fantastic Four who played a large yeah, role in Secret like, Invasion. You know? and, and most of the other actors are fucked off now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, So I just kind of feel like maybe you should have gone with a different... Um, yeah. um, it's a great idea for an event, but I do agree the scope could be a bit limited. Yeah, look, I, I think certain events, if you had your own little animated universe mm. and you were going to do it as an animated movie and you could use all the characters, any character you wanted from the comics, make the world feel super large. Yeah. It's fine, but I just don't feel the world is large enough to have it matter. Do you know what I mean? I I hear. It's hard to explain, but I feel like that's the wrong event. I feel like they should have... I think they should have gone Maybe saved it. Maybe saved it until the X-Men and Fantastic Four come, you know? Or do it as an animated because then you don't have to worry about getting the actors back. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, interesting to see what like, happens. You, know, but, like you, know. you can do it animated, what I'm saying, years later, mm. once you've built it up, but then you don't have to worry about getting Chris Evans back or Robert. You just do it like they did in that animation for the what if. I firmly believe that we will see some of those old actors come up in the last part of the news. I, I don't think we've seen the last of Robert Downey Jr. Uh, or Chris Evans. Like, no, but um, 
that's when I say that they've given up and, and are going back to the drawing board and, and, and trying to bring back interest in the, the stuff. Well, they, I, they are. Like, they're always doing that. That's part of the cycle, man. You know, like they know that some of these characters will flop or just have minimal interest. So they've always got it. They're always going to pepper it with like tastes of the greatest hits for sure. Mm. Um, now, then we had uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, at least James Gunn was entertaining in his presentation. Um, mm. That was actually one of the more, I felt, entertaining panels. Um, we had, uh, obviously, the, the cast came, a lot of the cast came out. Uh, they introduced Adam Warlock, played by that actor, um, what's his name? William Pop. Halter or something, something like yeah, that. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently it's going to be exploring Rocket Raccoon's tragic origin. Uh, it comes out on May 5, 2023. High Evolutionary is in it, which I thought was fascinating. I know. It's probably tied to Rocket Raccoon, but Jesus yes. Christ, did he look awful. Looked really cheap. Uh, would that that be, looks so bad, would, honestly. Is that what he's going to look like in the actual film, though? Because it looked- More than likely, I would say. Am I wrong? I, I mean, I've, I don't know if I've ever read. I might have read one issue ever with High Evolutionary. I know who he is. I thought he was really big, like a sort of celestial. Uh, am I confusing him with someone else? No, 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 no. He's got. He's kind of yeah, maybe, maybe slightly bigger than a, a normal human, but not not celestial. No. Okay, explain to me because I've never really come across him other than very tangentially, is he like a Mr. Sinister, like messing around with, like, um, genetics uh, and stuff? Kind of, yes, yes. He's definitely about genetics and all that sort of stuff, yes. Um, uh, he, okay. He's all about sort of, like, um, evolving, like, animals and trying to create the, the, the perfect... All right, so uh, it makes sense basically. that he's Rocket Raccoon, you know... Yeah, well, that's why... I, it, yeah, the fact that they d- it's focused on Rocket Raccoon's origin, it makes sense why they have the High Evolutionary, because, again, he created so many animal men okay like animal creations right well i think that's actually cool i think that's a cool offbeat kind of choice but also a bit of a classic uh, villain you know he's a classic oh, i don't have an villain. issue with the choice i just have an issue with the fucking look i just think it well looks, it looks it looks terrible it actually it? looked like bad cosplay Oh, not, but no, guy, it, not bad. It looked like good cheap, cosplay cheap. yeah no, it, just, yeah well yeah. cheap effects but yeah but and I hope the guy doesn't act like that in the movie because that was so campy. And Just over the top. He will, I think. I mean, he was really playing to the crowd. I kind of enjoyed it, man. But it was very kind of like Disney World, you know, the Disney World pantomime kind of, you know, lunchtime act kind of thing. It's what it reminded me of. You know what I mean? Those kind of acts that play to the kids. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm hoping that they do something to fix it up in the movie. Yep. Well, so maybe, yeah. maybe the lighting of it will be a bit better, you know, with the, that horrendous costume, and mm. um, and hopefully maybe the. Oh, but then again, it's James Gunn, so he probably won't tone down the acting, honestly. <laughs> and also, James Gunn's making it very clear that this is his last thing with Marvel. He's obviously got a lot of stuff going over at Warner's and DC. Oh, he's, he's yeah. he looks like he's uh, they've uh, they've tapped him at Warner Brothers. Yeah, um, yeah. To, to to be the herald of their uh, third attempt, fourth attempt. I can't, I can't keep track of how many attempts uh, Warner Brothers is having with their. Well, it makes sense. I mean, he, you know, he kind of connects with audiences, and uh, his Peacemaker was a big hit. So, I mean, it makes sense. I'm not saying it's he's the perfect choice, but given that Disney cut ties with him in a very spectacular fashion and then came groveling back to him, 
Um, it, it's kind of funny, really. And yeah, I don't believe Disney really cut ties. Disney probably said to him, "Listen, we're yeah. going to cut you loose, uh, but yeah. we've got time because Guardians isn't going to be coming out for a while. We've yeah, we, we, we've backburned it because all that stuff. But we'll bring you back once it's once it's died down." No, I agree. I mean, I I think that like you know it was all a storm in a teacup. Now. Um, so we had that. Uh, are you looking? You're the Guardians fan originally. Are you looking forward to Guardians three? Because I must admit, I am looking forward to it. Um, yes, but probably a little less once I saw the evolution. <laughs> I think he'll look better than that in the movie, man. I I think like I, look. You know. I as I said, I'm sure with the lighting, but you can't fix that acting if that's how he's going to act. Like, you realize who that guy was? He was the guy from Peacemaker. That, yeah, that. I know who he is, but it's terrible acting, man. I, if that's evolutionary, I no, thank you. That's I'm sorry, but he was playing that like Batman and Robin. Like yeah, that was, was fucking Mr. Crazy. Freeze in Batman and it Robin. Was, it was. I, like, I, yeah, it, Look, I, I hope right. he's just yeah. having a bit of fun, you know. Yeah. But again, it's a James Gunn movie, so you never know. James Gunn could be like, is, I love it. Yes, keep overacting. Now, I, know, I, know, I mean, I, I know nothing about the high evolutionary in terms of – I'm not sure if I've ever actually seen him in a comic properly. Is he over-the-top villain, like a madcap villain? No, what? he's actually – he's very, like, almost robotic in a sense. He's right. very, like, emotionless. Is he humanoid or is he an alien? What is he? Shit, I can't remember what he is. Yeah, I, 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 he's, I, think he's a human, I think he's a human that's evolved or something like that. Right. See, so he's just, is he a mutant? I'm, t- I'm, I'm typing him in no, now. He's, he's, it's just one of these characters that has always fascinated me because I've never actually sort of seen the actual comic. He's just not been in the comics I read ever, really. Um, but that's not to say I, I dislike him. Is he the one who has Counter Earth or something? Yeah, with the Hulk, like a place called Counter Earth. Have you heard of this? No. Um, yeah. High evolutionary. Blah, blah, blah. Created by, first mentioned in Mighty Thor, uh, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. I just have a feeling that he has this thing. Yeah, it, he has a thing called Counter Earth, where I think it's kind of like his world um, yeah, I don't that know. he created. Has he ever sort of turned up every now and again? Right. You know, in Marvel books, I've never read like a complete thorough. Like, is he evil or is he just like misguided? Uh, evil. Is he right? Okay, he's evil. Yeah. Well, he's evil in the sense, I guess, that he doesn't like eugenics and stuff. Yeah, he sees humans as lower life forms, so he doesn't really care what pain, misery, suffering, right, all that sort of shit that he he does to them. So, in that sense, he's evil. It's got here. The high evolutionist character is very between that of a weary, well-meaning creator to that of a mad scientist who is willing to do whatever he considers necessary to further his goals, evolving a better, less brutal world. Blah blah blah. So yeah, um, he commits a lot of brutality to make that non Although menacing and arrogant during his manical phases, the high evolutionist history also contains more than one example of his desire to be responsible, creative, and kind. Yeah, I'm sure that like. Um, it depends on who's writing. Yeah, it depends on who's writing. I'm sure we could find some ones where he's just a cackling mad scientist, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can. I mean, well, from what I saw that that guy came out with at uh, at uh, Comic Corner, he was definitely going with the madcap, you know, kind of crazy. Yeah, he was game for the like the just full out villain, yeah, just super villain kind of thing, like like literally like cackling and. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Uh, then we had Echo and Loki season two, a due out summer twenty twenty three. Now I like Loki. 
Um, when did Echo's TV show come out? So Echo hasn't come out yet, but apparently I asked this question. She's in um, Hawkeye. No, I know she I was in watched. Hawkeye, but how do you announce a second season for a character that hasn't even No, 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 no. Echo season one is coming out in, in, oh, in, okay, sorry. in summer 2023. Echo, no. Echo and Loki season two as no. in both. Two no, seasons. no, both of them are coming out in summer 2023. Echo uh, season one and Loki season two. I am looking forward to Loki season two. And don't forget that had He Who Remains, which is one of the variants, I believe, of Kang. And one of the yeah, well, other. Kang's going to be in the Ant Man movie. Oh, is he? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I missed that. Yeah, they, okay, they so brought he's him the villain. Yeah, okay. So he's the villain in that. Yeah, but that's if... why I think Modoc is just going to be a, a cameo or a. Right. A, a secondary character. Right. So, okay. So Kang, Kang, the more evil Kang is going to be Kang the Conqueror is going to be in Ant-Man, right? Yeah. Well, they brought him out when they, uh, when they announced the cast, he, they yeah. brought uh, the, the actor from Loki. Yeah, they did. That's right. Out. Yeah. So that's interesting as well, that you'll have different versions of the same guy. I think that's kind of cool. You well, know? they love that. They're loving this multiverse crap where they just, like, I'm, I'm loving it too, Rich. I think it's actually cool. Um, bored out of my mind. Why? What? What? What's wrong with it? Like, why is that? Why is it so shit? Like, I I think it's interesting. It's boring. Why? What's boring about it? Like yeah, all these different multiple versions and stuff. It keeps shit yeah, interesting. I, mm, okay, I mean that's what you do to like tell interesting stories and keep shit interesting. Fair enough. <laughs> I did when they get past the multiverse phase. Well, what's going to happen then? Fucking who knows? I don't think they know. I think they're, they're just like, keep on paying your tickets, kids, and keep coming in and we'll sort it out. We'll blow up the whole world and start again or something, you know, like and <laughs> Secret Wars 2. That worked out so well in the comics. Oh, I'm sure they'll do the Civil War 2 as well. If they'll be that desperate because <laughs> apparently they have no interest in going back and telling classic um, events and all that sort of stuff. They're like, nah, let's just keep it pretty much modern. Oh, well, we'll see what happens, man. Like, it, it depends. I, I think that they've done a pretty decent job with some of the events, like the Civil War and Winter Soldier and stuff, and the Infinity Wars kind of a classic. You know, the Infinity Gauntlet and all that, that's kind of a classic story. From like yeah, the I mean, that's, that, that's the only classic one they've done is my point. Like, everything else, like this whole, like, you know, Neymar being the villain for Black Panther mm. is, is very much a new thing. You know, the whole Riri, uh, you know, all the new characters, the the... Girl Hawker, like that's all modern stuff. Like except for the Infinity, the two part movie, yeah, everything else has been centered around modern Marvel. And but, like, but some of the know, better modern Marvel events, I would suggest some of them. You know, like Winter Soldier oh. and um, you know, like Civil War, Secret oh, Invasion. Well, actually, that's weird. When they first started, it definitely was more centered around older stuff like Age of Ultron. Mm. Uh, the first Avengers movie and then leading to Infinity War. But, yeah, it seems like basically post-Infinity War, it's just like, yep, that's it, no more. We've run out of classics. It's all going to be the modern <laughs> characters now and the modern stories. <laughs> all right, so then we had um, – what do we have next? We had the Marvels is locked in for July 28, 2023, uh, so almost exactly in a year. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I honestly didn't hate Ms. Marvel. I, I watched it and I didn't hate it, and I liked the original Captain Marvel movie, which I know you didn't like, and um, I'm not so keen on um, – I don't know. All three of them uh, together, look, you know. I haven't watched them as Marvel, so I can't comment. I just, I just prefer to watch a movie where I actually root and care mm. for the main character. And I'm sorry, Captain Marvel is fucking bitch, man. Like seriously, she's so. 
she's not. A, she, I'm sorry, she's not a likable character in the movie. Anyone can anyone can dispute me on that. She is not a likable character in that movie. She's not a likable hero. I'm sorry. She's kind of just more like let's get business done kind of style, you know. Like I don't know. Like I, I don't mind her, but she, yeah, I agree. She's not super likable. I, 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 some of the times I actually saw her as the villain of the movie. <laughs> Why? What did she do to be the villain? Um, Captain Marvel. Way, no, but just the way that she carries on and the way that she treats people and her attitude. I'm almost like you're just coming across like so, like like you're the villain. You're the right. You're, you're you know. You're I think the they're just going I'm for headstrong. To, I think they're just going for headstrong. I think they're just going for headstrong and confident. Well, get better writers then who can actually write characters that are headstrong and but still likable and and mm. that you want to sort of get behind because for me she's not that character. No, I mean I I I liked it. I I didn't love it, but I liked it. Like I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, but we'll see what happens. Now, something I'm not looking forward to. Um, in any way is Wakanda Forever. Other than uh, Namor, uh, who is a bizarre—I don't know what—I mean, they've kind of gone some sort of—is uh, it Islander look? It's a—it's a very. Have you seen the the guy playing? I told you, Namor? it's going for, he's, he looks like like an Aztec, right? Aztec is that what it is? Because I was like, is it supposed to be like a an Islander of yeah, some he's sort? He's got like that Aztec South American sort of look. Okay. And all that. Well, that's, it, that's what, interesting. They've decided that Atlantis is Aztec. <laughs> You know, is, okay. is um, it's not a terrible it's idea. Although I must be honest, there were some parts when I was watching that trailer where I thought uh, Namor looked a little bit pudgy. Well, I was like I've seen some handles there, buddy. Like <laughs> I didn't see a lot of Namor. Was there much Namor in it? Because I there was shots from the back and all that sort of stuff when he was like okay. coming into like screen. I mean, that. I got to be honest, uh, like Wakanda forever. Just the fucking. But you know what I love? I love that it's it, the Black Panther mm. is written so small. <laughs> and they're just giant Wakanda forever. And I'm like, yeah, because you fucking have no Black Panther. Like, Well, they're making Shuri Black Panther, I think. No, you have no Black Panther. <laughs> Shuri's not Black Panther. I'm sorry, T'Challa. I'm pretty confident they'll Panther. make a Black Panther. No, no, man. but she's not. So <laughs> they make her what she, whatever they want. They don't have a Black Panther anymore. Oh, well, I mean... I, I just don't give a shit. I'm just like, I, I fucking don't care about this fucking movie at all other than Namor. Um, and the way... They are just, oh, my God, they're shameless in just trying to sort of, you know how it was kind of a bit of a social movement when it came out like it caught fire? The way that they're just trying to sort of make us all like African fucking music, which I don't like, and just endless, all this bullshit. Like, you know, it can't just be a trailer for Black Panther. It has to be a celebration of African culture, and we're all supposed to get right behind it. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, oh. my God. I, I, I watched a lot of the, the trailers and stuff with a, with a, a friend uh, just because I wanted to get their sort of, you know, take. perspective. Yeah. You know, just because I want, you know. So before I gave my opinion, I'll go, what sure. do you think of that? I don't think they liked a single one. <laughs> yeah. um, now, they're not a, um, a, a Marvel person mm. uh, or even a comic book person. They're a little bit more into uh, gaming and anime. Right. Uh, but the what I wanted to do was just go, so uh, – does that get you, you know, like, yeah, what do you think? Enough, Are you yeah. excited? Is it pretty much nothing really. Uh, uh, I thought the Wakanda heard. Forever trailer was actually boring. And and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, Well, that really wasn't shit. a trailer. That was just a montage of Shots. all the different people in the movie. 
yeah. with this person and this person and this person and this person well, and this person. Well, out of all the things announced, that is right up there amongst the things I'm least excited for, frankly. Like, I will watch it to get through it. Like, I watched I, I watched the original Black Panther and was like, actually, it was better than I expected. I thought it was okay. But so, Yeah, so th- this has made it to my long list of things I don't care for. Okay, well, fair enough. Um, then we had Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Um, I'm sure you're not interested in this, Rich. Um, okay. Agatha from the WandaVision. And and by the way, I haven't watched the final episode of WandaVision. I'm going to watch it. I quite like the actress who plays Agatha, but I don't understand why she has her own show. I really I, well, you know. This is the thing for me. Marvel is literally becoming Lucasfilm, where mm. I feel like they are just throwing shit against the wall. Yeah. They throw in everything. They're literally taking the entire plate of meatballs <laughs> and throwing it at the wall <laughs> to see what sticks. Yeah. Because the, the amount of yeah. shit that they are announcing of characters that you're like, really? Well, Why? Agatha, like, I mean, I, I know she's around in the comics, but minor, very minor. Like, this feels it's because that actress is so popular and she, she was a big hit in the show. Um. But again, it's another thing you know. of like, oh, we love our villains. Let's make a fucking show about the villain again. And it's like, Jesus Christ, why do you people identify with? Well, villains? she's not that villainous. You know, she's supposed to be the villain, and in the comic book, she's the villain. So ugh, I don't. Know. But how villainous is she? I don't think she's that bad, man. I think she's, you know, sort of uh, again, like half and know. half. Well, that's. The- I guess that they are they are sympathetic towards villains at the Marvel Studios right now. And, and well, like, I'm sure that they'll. It's like uh, Cruella; they'll soften the edges on that villainess. I don't think they'll make it that villainous. I, man. I fucking so found it so hilarious that they took a woman who was just going to skin puppies for a coat and like let's soften her. Like <laughs> she, we, we need to make her likable. And it's like Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was like she's the definite. Like I'm sorry, but she's yeah. the definite. She, her name is Cruella. Yeah, she was She's the, the definition of fucking evil. Man. She was the ultimate bitch. It was an odd one where they're like, you know who we can really turn into like a franchise? Cruella. Yeah. <laughs> and we can sympathize with I was kind of like, odd decision. Not a bad movie. I, I didn't mind the movie at all, um, Cruella, but it was an odd decision, uh, honestly. Um, oh, and we should, we should how could we forget that Ironheart, uh, debuts in Wakanda forever. Another reason mm. to hate it, and gets her own series. And then before, before she's even debuted, gets her own series. Yeah. I hope she flies into a building and dies. I, I cannot stand that fucking character. And and yeah. frankly, I think a lot of people agree with me. She sucks. You know what I mean? Like she sucks as a character. I'll say it right now. Well, put it this way: if people are still interested, are they? Um, no, no. <laughs> in the future, as in past, because what if we we in phase four now, right? Yeah. Yes, we're coming to the end of phase four. Yeah. So I my thinking is mm. uh, come phase six, your Avengers will basically be all the young characters I hope that they not. introduced. Fuck I now. hope not. Yeah, I agree. So That's probably likely. But phase God, six will be Miss Marvel, it'll be uh, Hawkeye, it'll be uh um Ant Man's daughter, it'll be Riri, <laughs> it'll be Shiri uh, what's her name? Shiri. I'm not, Shiri. You know what? Like if if, if that is the team I will literally stop going to the cinema if it, if 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 the team is all that of them. is what it all is building towards. Trust me, because here's the thing: in Phase Five, that will mm. be the uh, the end of Ant Man. Ant Man will be finished by then, probably Doctor Strange, probably maybe even Captain Marvel by the end of Phase uh, Five will mm. you know be coming to an end. And I'm telling you now, if there's still interest, because I do believe that. They throw in so much and people are going to lose interest. 
they'll do the the phase six will be the the new the new generation it's definitely a potential now um for that to happen now then we had captain america i guess four uh new world order may 3 2024 so this is into 2024 now obviously sam wilson i mean i'm down for that i i i, I don't have any real problems with this guy i hope they give him a good story um you know uh, there's a lot of good cap stories that yeah, i think you can better than the tv show I didn't hate the TV show. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Was I was kind of on the fence. I'd give it probably a six out of ten. Um, didn't hate it. Thought it could have been better. But I I don't have any problems with the actor either. I I, I don't mind that actor, um, Anthony Mackie. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a movie. There's a movie there for him. I think you, there's stuff. There's stuff that could be happening, and they need that movie to be a hit though because Captain America, kind of a linchpin of their franchise. Um, they need that movie to, to hit big. Then the big thing, um, Daredevil Born Again, 18 episodes, Rich. Um, and uh, Charlie Cox is back. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is back. I'm, 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 th- I'm hoping Punisher comes back. Um, what do you think of that? 18 episodes to the Born Again storyline. Mm, yeah, wait and see, I guess. All right. Come on, Rich. You've got to give it more than that, man. Daredevil like, season two was pretty meh, so I don't know. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it all. That was the one with the Punisher, man. Are you kidding? Uh, compared to the first season, Daredevil season two was pretty meh. Well, I enjoyed it. Um, and then we it ends with Thunderbolts. We all know Elaine from Seinfeld has been building her morally questionable team to do morally questionable things in the name of justice. Uh, the movie comes out July 26th. 2024 so shortly after captain america obviously this will have like u.s agent who else man like who knows, bro? Who knows? i mean uh, well someone said abomination i said what about joe fix it could joe fix it join up the thunderbolts that'd be cool you know that'd be cool why would why would that be cool just because you want to see him yeah i want to see joe fix it and because joe fix it's kind of like a bit of an anti-hero so he could be in the Thunderbolts, man. Would you like? I always thought Joe Fix's character is more of just like leaving the fuck alone. I don't want to do the superhero thing. No, he's like the leg breaker. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He's like I don't the want to Vegas do the, strongman. I, don't want to do the I just want to. Well, he doesn't want to do the. Va- he doesn't have to do that. But but he, he he's busted in Vegas or something and is forced to do something against his will. And you you kind of have the Joe. More Fixer. than likely, I'm sure Bucky will be in the Thunderbolts. There's no other place for him. <laughs> well, why not? Winter Soldier, yeah. Sure, why not? Who else again, could be most, in there? Look, here's the problem. Nearly all your villains you kill off in the movies, so there isn't really that many villains well, to Baron put in. Zemo? Baron Zemo? Yeah, but villain? again, there's not. I'm just saying, it's not like there's a massive selection to choose from. It's very limited. So if, if, if a supervillain survived the fucking Marvel movie, they got a chance of being in the Thunderbolts, but most of them are killed in the movies, so I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I'm looking. Who else has she hired? Oh, Black Widow, Red Widow. Um, she hired her. Black Widow's sister. She did. I believe it is Red Widow. I, I could be wrong there, but I think it is Red Widow. Even that is, that's so stupid. <laughs> Is there a white widow and a yellow widow? I don't. I, I, I do not know the answer to that question. Are they the Power Rangers? Um, <laughs> then we also had uh, She-Hulk, the TV show, uh, the trailer. I liked the trailer. I know you're going to hate it. I liked it. She's breaking the fourth wall. I hate, though, that Professor Hulk is the Hulk we get. I want the Savage Hulk. And we just had we just had him. You did have Daredevil turn up. Obviously, he's a, another lawyer. 
Uh, I thought this show looked like a bit of fun. I'm assuming you're going to hate it, Rich. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I rolled my eyes when in the first few seconds she's already better at being Hulk than Hulk. I thought that was hilarious. I did roll my eyes at that too. It's I agree. so typical. It's like, here, throw it like this. And she goes, ha, throw it further than you. Here, you need to balance like this. Ha, let me do some capoeira street dancing. Look at that. I'm just so much better than you, Hulk. I'm what, just Hulk now, but I'm so much what, better. What I found How annoying. Do they write characters like that. I what I find annoying about that as well, though, is I'm sorry. I like She Hulk. Hulk has always been stronger, you know, than She Hulk, hasn't he? No, like, look, look. Uh, here's the thing. I, I don't hate the show because it's not for me. Right, as I said, this is basically fucking Ally McBeal with superpowers. Well, I like that. And I'm, and I'm, not, yeah, but again, but I'm not interested in that. I'm not, you know. And again, uh, 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 the, my my friend who I watched with as a girl, and I turned around and said, to her, "Cool, that that you that got you." She's like, "No, I want to watch that." So I don't know who it's for. Is it supposed to be for the ladies? It's, I don't know who it's for. <laughs> I thought it looked. Well, pretty... I'm looking forward to it, Rich. So maybe it's for me. I like yeah, she it yeah. seemed a bit too CW-ish for me, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, it's fair enough, man. Um, then we had something I'm looking very forward to. Uh, the Blade movie was dated for November 3, 2023. I am looking so forward to this movie. I am scared because you know how much I'm building it up in my mind, Rich. Um, Blade. I'd be more excited if it was uh, Wesley Snipes. I would be a lot more fucking excited if it was Wesley Snipes. I agree. Um, but it's not. Uh, then we had the Marvel Zombies uh, TV show, uh, animated, I believe, is coming. It's going to have gore and splatter that you want from a zombie show. It's promising a slightly more graphic oh. approach than usual Marvel Cinematic Universe entries. Now, did we have, um, did we have like any animation from it? Oh, I think there was like a three-second snippet. Okay, because the update was given at Marvel's animation panel at Comic-Con where the, audience, where the company said it wanted to see what happened next following the what if. Actually, no, I think the snippet they showed was from the episode, sorry. Yeah, no, right, so, okay, right. No, so. that, it was bullshit. Other than Groot, I don't think they showed anything from the animation panel. I wanted to see what X-Men 97 looked like. That you did see that. There were some, some still images of it, at least. Yeah, but I wanted to like see a... Mm. A snippet of it. I wanted, like, just say they had a Groot trailer. I just, just show me. I know it, maybe you don't have a trailer, but just show me, like, yeah, what something. you got. Just show me. Yeah, something. sometimes I'm like, you've got to bring a bit more to these fucking shows. Sometimes Marvel, like, you know, like, God, give. Yeah, you're right. Cut. If you're going to announce something, give fans a little taste. Like, we want a taste. So anyway, I am looking forward to the Marvel Zombies show though, because you know I love my Marvel Zombies. I've got the omnibus. Um, we should do it on the show, man. We should do Marvel Zombies on the show now that I think about it. Um, anyway, so also Marvel What If Season 3 got announced. thinking about it? What's that? Should you just keep thinking about it and no. leave it at that? No. Fuck, no. <laughs> um, we've actually done it. Like, back when Stu was on the show, and one of the first things we did was Marvel Zombies 1, actually, uh, way back at the dawn of time. Um. Now, I mean, I I like all the stuff that these things are based on, but I don't really enjoy Marvel's interpretation. What was wrong with the Marvel Zombies What If episode? I thought it was awesome. Again, I. What are you complaining it's about? A tiny fucking world, man. Right. I don't care about the MCU. If you're going to give me a Marvel uh, Zombies animated thing. Fucking base it on the comic books where I can see every single Marvel character sure. well, yeah. that I've grown up with. I don't care about your MCU characters, I hear Marvel. You. I, I hear don't. You. 
Okay. Well, all right. Okay, calm down. Um, but a lot of them are the classic characters, like Thor, Captain America, et cetera, et cetera. Like, there's a lot of classics there. I want to see all. I want to see everyone, man. I don't want to just see the MCU people. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to see your Z listers, your C listers, your B listers. Mm-hmm. I want to see all of them. And you know what I mean? Sure. I want to see them all. I want to see Galactus as a zombie. I can't see so Galactus because he's not in the goddamn movies. Not yet. But that's not to say he's far away. Um, also, I'm sure you'll be hating Marvel What If Season 3, which I enjoyed Marvel What If Season 1. Um, and we are going to be doing Marvel What If Season 2 on the show, Richard, so you need to remember that. Um, yeah, but like Season 3's been announced. Um, season 3, what about Season 2? Season 2 is already being greenlit, Rich, and is coming. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love, I love that they just keep doing shit before they come out. It's hilarious. Well, they're confident that it's going to be a massive Why don't they hit. just fucking focus on one first, hey? <laughs> Why don't you do your best your your best project first and then and then announce a, a, a follow up? <laughs> All right. Um, then we had uh, so somewhere along the line there was the end of Marvel. Uh, phase five, and then it was Marvel Phase six that five year old out. Because you've got to remember, there's been a long delay between them getting to Comic Con. A lot of this stuff was he- held up due to COVID, and it's now no longer being held up. So, um, we learnt that Phase six will begin with Fantastic Four movie November 28, twenty twenty four, which I think is awesome. They're going to do a Fantastic Four movie. Um, Rich, your opinion on this? You. I, I really believe Marvel can do a much better job than Fox uh, did with the just, Fantastic Four. It's just an announcement, so it doesn't mean anything. What was that? It's just an announcement, so there's nothing to be excited well, about. But why do you say that? You know it's coming out. Like They've got a very good track record oh, of, of, of hitting oh, their dates. They haven't announced who's playing who. They haven't announced what what the sure. what it's going to be. What What's to be excited about? We're making a movie. Okay, great. Cool. Moving on. Next. No, next I, I think that... It's very interesting. And, and Everyone knows that we're going to be making a Fantastic Four movie. That was It's not like this has been some secret, like, oh, will they, won't they? We all knew they were yeah, going but to. So we've, now, a- we've now got a date, I think, which is the difference here. We, we've gone from, you know, when will they, will they, you know, we've now got a date, November 28, 2024. No, um, that could come forward, that could go later. Doesn't okay, mean, again, and doesn't we, we know that the Phase 6 is going to end with two Avengers movies titled Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars, respectively out May 2nd, 2025 and November 7, 2025. So also, Rich, um, not looking good for you with your bet that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be over by 2025. Considering I'm, I'm still keeping it, man, because all yeah. this shit can fail between now and 2025, bro. Sure. could make no money. could be yeah. a colossal flop. It could, Rich, but I somehow think that this is kind of they're really going to be. I think this is these movies will do really well. I really, do. I think, I think people are losing interest. Like, let, let's have a look and see what the Thor numbers are to see if people are are, are still hyping. Yeah, I, look, I agree that there's there is a risk. I'm not saying it's it's not impossible that that will happen, but I mean, if Thor, basically the last of your big, well, let's have a look at the Thor numbers. While uh, we're MCU here. characters from like um, the original can't even pull in. You know, numbers, well, I don't, have I don't have a lot of hope for your new characters. Let's have a look at what his numbers are because I think that's going to be of interest. Uh, 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 so right now he's sitting on 598 million worldwide. So that's not bad, you know. It's not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it isn't. Like it's almost 600 million for a film. Like it's that's that's not terrible. 
I mean, you, they'd be hoping that it gets to eight hundred plus for sure. But um, it's not a, not a it's not a flop. It underperforms Doctor Strange and Spider Man. That's the problem. Well, how much did Doctor Strange take? Let's have a look. I think eight hundred or something. Let's have a look. I, 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 I don't know how much Doctor Strange took in the end. I prefer Doctor Strange. Um, by really? a, I prefer. I, mean, Doctor, I haven't seen. So I, well, I prefer Doctor Strange to yeah. So Doctor Strange took nine hundred fifty-four million. So just under a billion. Oh, so that's a that's that's a, that's excellent. Really. Mm. Um, I don't think it'll top nine hundred fifty-four. I think it'll be lucky to get to eight hundred. Thor, frankly. Um, but you know. Still, not a flop. Like, still I'm, plenty I, of money. Mate, I didn't say it was a flop. Mm. I said underperformed. There's a difference between flop and underperform. Yeah, but, like, what are you expecting Thor to take? Like, you know, what, what, what's your expectation? Well, if this was counted as, oh, the you know, Jane Foster's Thor, oh, Valkyrie, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy are in it for a little bit. Sure. Everyone come and see it, and it doesn't even come close to or, you know, fail short of even... Doctor Strange, I think that is a Doctor Strange problem. took almost a billion dollars. So that's a particularly good box office. Like, so then what's the excuse for that Thor can't almost take a billion dollars if it doesn't take a billion dollars? What's the well, excuse then? Word of mouth, it wasn't as good. You know, like that's essentially what it comes down to. Like, the, yeah, you know. The point is from now with all these new movies, if they, if the, the product and the characters are getting uninteresting, hmm. it's going to start underperforming, 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 underperforming. Oh, people just stop going to watch the movies and now a movie only makes like 300, 400 million when they used to make almost a billion dollars. Yeah, it's that's the potential, but I think that the, the way they've jacked it up here with Fantastic Four, those of the Avengers title, I think helps it in itself. I mean, okay. some of this, okay. hey, some look, of this stuff's going to have issues. I, well, I, think, mm. I think we're going to see... I, we're gonna, I think we're going to see Marvel movies not consistently do like big numbers anymore like it's going to be a bit more up and down now because you have to remember around that infinity war well, define big stuff define big almost, i define if a, if a movie takes over 600 million worldwide i define that as big well i'm sorry but if captain marvel can supposedly make a billion dollars mm. i i don't see why thor can't well um, especially after oh ragnarok was such a fucking great movie they reinvented thor he's so popular now i'm sorry then what's your excuse for not making a billion well, dollars the, with this storm movie? The, one of the bigger reasons for that is Captain Marvel came out at a perfect time in between Avengers 1 and, you know, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, Avengers I've used Endgame. that argument and everyone and, told me I'm wrong. It's no, just no, made, and, good, it made that money because it was such a good movie and, I got told by people. And pre-COVID as well. So COVID has adjusted oh, all these numbers around. Like, no, I yeah. think we can. I think we can throw the COVID nonsense out. No, now definitely not. Definitely not. No, COVID has definitely... It, put put if, a damper on a lot of box office over a billion dollars, and Doctor Strange can almost make a billion dollars, and Top Gun can make a billion dollars. We can we can let's stop with the COVID. No, but oh, but, but also it's not as good a movie. Like Thor is definitely not as good as Doctor Strange, and it's definitely not as good as Spider Man, and not just as good. The word of mouth was was Look, was far I, more. Liberal. I stick to my prediction that there will be diminishing returns for the Marvel movies going forward. Well, your bet is that the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be dead by the end of twenty twenty five. Yep, just to remind you. I'm sticking so. to that. Don't worry. So I you really my, believe that after two Avengers movies to wrap up the saga, where they're they're going to definitely bring back some old characters, Rich, to literally. Sent it'll, be too, it'll be too late by then. They'll have killed it over that three years. 
Yeah, I don't think so, Rich. I think you're hoping that's going to happen. But I, I tell you what, man, like you are, you've backed the long shot there. I'm telling you. I'm I, happy, to, I agree I'm happy with you. to back the long shot. I agree with you to an extent that there is a bit of a drain off in the numbers. I agree. And I also think that they're spamming the audience with some stuff that is questionable, like Agatha. I think, that, or I think they are, by the time you get to 2025, I think that the Marvel the audience will be, will be so fatigued and mm. just don't care anymore. Mm. That's what I believe. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and that isn't that isn't impossible by any means. Now, the question I have as we wrap all this Marvel section of Comic-Con up is where are the X-Men rich? Uh, will they be you announced... Where will they will they be announced at D twenty three? Do you think is it being held back for that? I don't know why it would be. It just seems like a silly thing to well, do. Well, they do like I mean, to I mean, have if some exclusives. If you were announcing Fantastic Four, well, like, there was a lot of dates in Phase Six that Kevin Feige didn't hit. He he deliberately didn't hit a ton of dates. There was a lot of dated movies that he yeah, didn't yeah. specify. I don't know. I don't know. They're probably still trying to test the waters to see if people will accept the mutants. I don't think so. I think that was uh, I think that was the same people who developed the rumor that Henry Cavill was going to get reintroduced as Superman. I think there's a lot of fake news out there, man. You know, these sites who uh, have scoops that aren't even scoops, they've created them in their basements, man. I think that's honestly what happens sometimes. I think mate, that, you know, mate, this is not a rumor. The 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 people at Disney. Mm have said in interviews, the people at Marvel, that X-Men is an outdated Yeah, but do you term. really think they're going to throw away that trademark when it comes to a movie? I don't know. Uh, I think they are stupid enough to do it, yes. Yeah. Well, do you want to have a bet on it? Do we, can we have a bet? Sure. Please, let's have a bet, yeah. please. Yeah. So the bet is, just, just for audience out there, that the first X-Men movie, I believe, will be called X-Men, and you're saying it'll be called The Mutants, yeah? Yes. Correct. Okay, that it's a very simple bet, and there'll be a winner or a loser. So, yeah, I I believe that the currently people running the thing would fullheartedly believe that I, yes, and I understand is there is there is a chance. Texas. Yeah, there is a chance, and I and I did see the article where one of the producers back in 2019 kind of made some blithering statement about that. So, how would you feel if it wasn't X Men or mutants, but just X people? No, it would never happen because it's not catchy enough. I, I would hate it, but it's it's not catchy. It's more likely to be the mutants than um, – but, see, I don't think the mutants is catchy enough. I think that's a large chunk of why it'll be called X-Men. I think X-Men have a, a – they well, they, there's an established fan base and they're recognisable. I, I, I understand you know? but you also have to remember that a lot of times these companies back themselves into a corner trying to appease the Twitter mob. Yeah, but I don't think that they're going to do that, man. I, I, I think the so-called Twitter mob it would be overextending itself by some distance to be influencing Disney branding the X-Men movies. That's just my opinion. We'll see what happens. We have we have a lunch on it, so that's, you know, you've put your money where your mouth is, which I like to see, Rich. It's good, good of you to do that. Now, Adam the Computer was the one who mentioned it might be D23. There is a lot no, of dates in Phase I, 6 that I, haven't been... Yeah. Do I win regardless of what is called as long as it's not called X-Men? No. No, it's a no result if it's called something else. You're saying it's called oh, the mutants. Okay, okay. So I'm I'm more the the the, the brave person. It's a no result bad. if it's called something okay. different from that from either one of those things. It's a no result. It's a void. Okay. Yeah, you're not braver. You're, we're we're, yeah, we're both picking specific I, things. I think 
because you you seem pretty confident it's going to be X Men. So I just thought you'd put your money where you. Well, I also think that they're going to. I also think just to complicate what you're saying, I think they're going to uh, seed the X Men in a lot of these projects. I, I think you'll gradually see the X Men seeded and mutants in general seeded, but the X Men movies seeded in some of this stuff. So gradually, I'm not saying it'll be the next movie that comes out, but I think in phase six, in, in some of those dates, I think somewhere along the line, hopefully we will see an X-Men movie. Something I did think was interesting, Rich, was Secret Wars is called Avengers Secret Wars, whereas we know Secret Wars in the comics had Wolverine, Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Like Much smaller and less impactful. Well, I would hope that Wolverine and Spider-Man definitely get a run in Secret Wars because Secret Wars was a pretty small select squad, if you think about it. Like, it was... But, I mean, that, and again, that's why I said if you're going to do something like Secret Wars, save that for fa- after Phase 6 when you've introduced the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Well, you you have introduced the Fantastic Four, though, because the Fantastic Four are kicking off the phase. We know that. No, the Secret... Uh, oh, yes. sorry, Secret War. Sorry, Secret Wars, sorry, yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought we were talking about Secret Invasion. Sorry, I, I, but yeah, yeah. Who, who among the X Men, Colossus? Am I right in saying Colossus was in Secret Wars? Definitely Professor X and Wolverine were. Am I right, or was it Cyclops? Uh, for some reason, I think Colossus was there. Was he there on that planet? Um, I, th- I, I think Rogue was as well, and all that. I can't remember. Magneto was. Yeah. As if, oh, God, there's so many X-Men trying to keep track of who was there and who was just uh, like in the background. And It was good shit, man. Fuck, it was good. That original Secret Wars. But I, th- I do remember, I, look, I do remember most of the X-Men being on covers and all that sort of stuff back in the day. You yeah. know, I remember Nightcrawler, Cyclops, and that was, I remember Secret Wars. I remember, I remember Rogue because that's when she was in that green costume where she just sort of became a hero. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Don't ask me which ones were prominent, but I do remember always seeing quite a few. Well, definitely Professor X was there because I remember him being there, and definitely Wolverine was there. I think I think the '80s X Men was there, like all of them, like all of Colossus, Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler. I think, and plus Rogue. So I think it was your '80s, your '80s X Men plus Rogue. Right. Okay. Cool. And some of the Fantastic Four were there. I don't think all of them were there, but certainly some of them were there. Um, I know Thing was there because I, I saw him on a couple of covers. I think Sue Storm was there. Richards was there as well. No, Torch was there. Okay, no, so I they think, were all there. Okay. I think they were all there. Cool. Um, yeah, it's one of my favourite events. I, I love it. Was, it was almost like all the characters. I, I, love that, I, I love that event, man, like with a passion. And I kind of wish, I, or uh, shall I say I'm hoping, when they said Secret Wars, I wish they ha- had just been Secret Wars and not Avengers Secret Wars because – that makes me think it's going to be more of the fucking juniors and all that. Whereas I want the classics, you know, I want Hulk there. I want, I, you know, as I said, who don't, because who knows what the, the what makeup the, will be, the layout of the Marvel. What will be interesting. What will be interesting crazy, is if so. you look at the, the box office take of those two movies and compare them to Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame in that order, it'll be interesting to see how they compare statistically with, Though with, you know how, because that will determine a large part to how much have Marvel managed to stop the bleeding. Because there definitely is some runoff in their numbers. You know, it'll be interesting from a sort of like analytical perspective to judge that against Infinity War and Endgame in terms of box office numbers. Um, that will be interesting. So you know, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so that kind of wraps up 
um, a large chunk. Although one thing, X Men ninety seven, we know that Magneto will be the leader of the X Men in X Men ninety seven. Rich, I don't know if you saw right, that because there, there was a, a a time in the X Men. There was in the mid eighties. Was the uh, headmaster of the school. That's, so that's correct. Fine. That's correct. Uh, then we have the Dungeons Dragons trailer and panel. Now, the the movie is dated for March 3, 2023. I am pumped for it. I watched the panel. I loved the trailer. You told me you didn't like the trailer. I loved the trailer. What's wrong with the trailer, Richard? Jesus Christ, man. Like, they're just trying to make a Marvel movie, for God's sakes. The humor okay. was just, oh, oh, Christ, another fucking Marvel movie. Great. But but what was wrong with the humor? I, I actually thought it was okay. Yeah, I've I've uh, look. I, I'm not a. I, I don't play like Dungeons and Dragons like my entire life. I'm not deep in the shit and all that. I know that I've seen quite a few. Don't. Oh my god, it feels like a campaign. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's like which character from my campaign? <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. I just wanted something more serious set in a fantasy realm, oh, and god. that wasn't cracking jokes every fucking five seconds. Like the world's not really important. But, but that's oh, just me. Wow, I. I mean. You are a tough guy to please, Rich. I will say that about you. Like, you are. Well, I'm getting tougher and tougher where every single fucking company just wants to replicate fucking Marvel movies. I'm getting sick of this McDonald's shit, mate. <laughs> you want some KFC instead? or? <laughs> hey, give me something, man. Fucking hell, man. At this well, point, I'll take well, Hungry Jacks or I'll take fucking, you know, whatever. Just, I'm take just a tired pizza. of this fucking McDonald's. Shit. I hear. I, I I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, but I thought it was a pretty good trailer. Actually, I honestly thought it was looked pretty cool. Uh, it just to me, it looked like just a, a higher quality of the of the other terrible Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, there is that danger. There is that danger. They weren't good. Not even I can I defend them. They just can't make it a serious movie. I don't. I don't understand why it has to be quick. Well, they like to have that. Movie. They like to like that. They're they're very confident in playing the humor card in D and D, and it is frustrating. Uh, to a certain extent, because I think that doesn't need to be there, but they love like Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro love leading with the humor because they just think. Because also, don't forget like the kind of recent sort of upswing in D and D, fucking critical role. You know, they I I don't know how funny these guys are, uh, but the the fan base really gloms onto that humor. They just love it. They revel in it. You know, it's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I didn't even think of that. You're probably right. They're literally probably just trying to imitate Critical Role. Well, they were name checking them in the in the in the uh, yeah. presentation. You know, mind you, I like that Critical Role um, animated thing. Have you seen that? It's actually pretty good. I, I watched the first episode. It's not for me. Wow, Jeepers Creepers, Rich. Um, must be tough being you sometimes. You know the amount of disappointments that you come across. You know, not really because <laughs> I don't have any stock in this shit. I just go on with my life, man. That's fair enough, man. Um, then we had uh, – it was funny. I broke the news that Deadpool and Deadpool 2 and Logan are coming to Disney+, Plus, and you were like, they're already on it, Dave. And I was like, oh, okay. I think it was referring to the US Disney+. Plus. I, I actually also thought that. I thought, I thought I'd thought i see them on there already. Yeah, uh, no, they've been on, on the Australian one for ages, but apparently uh, it's upset quite a lot of uh, parents, this news that it's now That's fine. You Very know what? The the satanic panic and the moral panic, it, it's all good for business, man. It's like, not the satanic panic, Dave. It's that people are like, look, um, it's the I same signed thing. up for your Disney account because you said that there'd be nothing higher than PG-13 when you launched the platform and now I have to. Well, they already had R rated. They they had Punisher on there, which is R rated. So you know that was already on. Yeah, which people were not happy with. Well, I'm loving it. 
these ones. I'm loving it. And from a, oh, look, I think what they should just do is I'm sure they'll probably offer there's some parental sort of like, locks. There's parental locks on Disney Plus though. You 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 can do parental lock on Disney Plus. So what's the problem? Um, none. There isn't one, is yeah. there? I'm pretty sure when my sister says that it's for kids, it still brings up some over PG thirteen stuff. You can parental lock it. No, it doesn't. The the kids one definitely would not bring up anything above PG. No way, man. No way. It's the whole point of the kids thing. It's the same on like Netflix. Definitely. But you can parental lock Disney Plus. You can lock Disney Plus so that the kids can't even get in without the fucking code. It's quite possible. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, if that's the case, then I, yeah, I don't understand what they yeah. complain about. Because it's the moral panic, dude. They, they These people complain about like the changes of the weather. Not you know? the fucking moral panic. It is. David. It is. It's the mums, it's the mums groups who no, campaign they, against no, it or whatever. It's not. Laziness, Dave. They don't want to program it. They just want to sit it down, switch on Disney, and go there. Watch all your fucking cartoons. What the fuck? Why are you watching a guy with his dick out? You know, with baby legs, going shake my hand. Like I, it's not a moral panic. It's like what the fuck? Now I've got to go and program my. Fa- it's laziness. It's that's, not moral it's, panic. It's, it's laziness. It's parents having to parent, man. Like that's what it exactly. comes down that's to. The issue. It's not moral panic. It's that they. Well, mo- that they moral panic is another it. term for for these mums groups, like who who target these things. They don't just target Disney Plus. They target many a uh, social issue with the same sort of agenda. I couldn't care less about them. I'm glad Deadpool's on there because this makes me think Deadpool three is closer to becoming a reality. Now moving yeah, on. Yeah. I watched Deadpool too. God, it was terrible. It wasn't terrible, Rich. It was average. The original was was <laughs> it was a, it was an average movie. I I agree with you well, that it's no average is my terrible. How's that? Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It certainly was a come down from the from the original, which I I thought it was kind of like it was. You know what it reminded me of? Guardians two compared to Guardians one. It was sort of like the same but not as good. If you know what I mean. Hmm. Um, that's how I felt about it. Like I want to rewatch it again. Guardians 2 is an average movie and Deadpool 2 is an awful movie. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I didn't love it. Now, uh, then we had the John Wick 4 trailer, a movie coming 2023. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you like these movies, you'll like this, I think. I, I watched the I like I like John Wick 1 and 2. I did not like John Wick 3. And after watching this trailer, I have no interest in watching John Wick 4. I haven't seen John Wick 3. I actually got it the other day to watch. And I, I, I actually honestly haven't watched it. I loved and I mean loved, John Wick 1. And I watched John Wick 2, and I wasn't really paying attention, and I want to re-watch 2 to watch 3, because I, I love John Wick 1. I saw it in cinemas. God, it's funny how time passes, Rich, because that's got to have been like 10 years ago or something, and it feels like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel that long ago, but it was a long time ago that I saw it in cinemas. And I, I love John Wick 1. I thought it was really enjoyable. But well, John Wick 1 is the absolute best. Yeah, it I is. really enjoyed it. Best, best. I don't even know if it needed a sequel, right? You know what I mean? Well, it made money, um, man, you know. But so. the issue with that I have with the John Wicks is that in four movies, mm. they've gone from Fast and Furious 1 to Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. Like, when I was watching that trailer, the action was so over the top. Yeah. Was so unbelievable. And I thought to myself, that's a shame, man, because the, the, jo- the, the thing that was so great about the John Wick 1, uh-huh. which is how low and, and gritty and like, you know what I mean? Like tight the action was. It wasn't like this unbelievable fucking, you know, capoeira sort of stuff. It, it was, it was much more like, um, down to earth and gritty kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like special forces. 
type type stuff where now it's just in by the fourth movie it's just like there was one where i saw a guy basically being hawkeye where he jumps on a guy and like shoots an arrow in his face like point blank and i'm like what the fuck are we what's happening in john wick now like yeah we now got hawkeyes in it now <laughs> like yeah. i mean look it's got donnie yeah and i mean that's cool seeing i i mean like you know wow, it donnie, had larry know. fishburne as well i don't know if he's been in the other ones but he was, I, definitely he, he was in the last movie as well okay, so. right okay so the last movie had mark the cascos which was fun to see but yeah, it, I feel like in four movies they they've done what they've escalated in, in yeah. nine movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Well, the, you know why as well, and, and I mean this in the kindest possible way. It's pure action in the sense of like it's 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 action, 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 action. Well, you always have to escalate. That's the problem. Yeah. We could so successful. They're like, oh well, we've got to make a second one, so we have to escalate it. Oh yeah. well, the second one was popular. Now we have to escalate it more. How did John Wick Three do? Let's have a look at, at the short of the numbers. Must have been okay if um if they're making because yeah, I. I enough to do a thing but then again i mean at that point keanu reeves was such a bankable star oh yeah we all love keanu i mean keanu is very lovable you know but like he still needs a franchise to base himself around let's have a look at three just taking in 327 million worldwide so and let's have a look at what two brought in uh what was the oh gee well it so two only brought in 171 um and and three brought in over 370 well it, well it escalated so yeah the first one was 86 and then you basically doubled that yeah to 171 and then you doubled that again almost yeah. to 327 so they've doubled it yeah um wow but, so it's gone up and up which is right, so yeah. funny because as it's gone up and up in box office my interest has gone down now, but you know, but you also got to tie it against the budget of only seventy-five million. You add you double that for the marketing. You know, they're still making a tidy profit. But this is the thing, Rich. Like, you, you know, you're impressed by John Wick taking in three twenty-seven. Meanwhile, Thought has taken in over six hundred. You know, like yeah, and I'm sure John Wick only probably cost them about twenty million to well, make. Well, John Wick, no, just John Wick three. It's got budget here of seventy-five million. Whereas I would imagine a Thor movie's costing close to 200 million you would you think something like right, that so, sorry a lower budget movie yes it's impressive if you do 327 on a on a low budget well it all goes down to a, a cost ratio so you'd have to have to work it all let's let's do the numbers let's let's i'm going to do the, the cost ratio right now let's just say and also, I, let's also we don't know what the marketing if John Wick went into as many worldwide cinemas, a cinemas as what a Marvel movie. Yeah, does. but anyway, regardless, let's just look at the basic numbers. So, I did say it was impressive. I just four point three six, four point three six revenue to cost ratio for John Wick three. Okay, and let's say let's let's we're we're guessing here, but let's say Thor takes seven hundred against a budget of two hundred, cost ratio of three point five. So it's not that not that far off but you know like yeah, you're right was this movie cost more money they have to take more money in to turn the same kind of you know well, put, okay put it this way thor ragnarok took in 854 million if this thor movie does less than that i think that's underperformed can we say that yeah but like there's under maybe but like by the same token you almost expect a bit of a bleed out you know at a certain point no, 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 no. So the first movie took in 450, then the second movie took in 644, and then the third movie took in 854. If this movie does less than the third movie, 
it's an underperformer. That's, yeah, that's simple. But simple. like you gotta take in wider context of the of the whole Marvel franchise. Like the whole Marvel franchise right now is sort of losing a bit of water. We, we let's let's establish that fact. Like they hit their heights in terms of box office with I would say I assume Endgame. You know, so after the after it's hard to top and but yes, is the movie go, is Thor? Uh, what, what's it called? What's it called? Thor: Love and Thunder will definitely underperform for sure because the biggest reason for that though is poor word of mouth. The, the, their movie is not been that well received and it will still make a lot of money but you tie that into we've already stated this there is a bit of fatigue there's also you know people sort of like well we won't we go to a cinema and then it has poor word of mouth and they're like well we won't bother we'll catch on disney plus all of that contributes but it's still not bombing but yeah will it underperform from what disney would have hoped yeah for sure yeah. But, I mean, look, but the, the, then is it still profitable? How profitable is it? That's the thing. Hey, the Batman v Superman movie took in $872 million and that was called a failure. Yeah, but I think some of that was due to the very poor reception the movie got as well, that, that Warner's yeah, got their you, daggers. Yeah, but you just now. said to me, oh, but, you know, 700 is good. Well, that's fantastic then, $872 mm. million. Now, if that's considered a failure, then I don't see how Thor can't be a well, failure. Well, I, 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 I argued commercially that commercially – Batman Superman was kind of probably unjustly uh, perceived as a huge failure, but they would have hoped with Batman v Superman, they would have hoped to have broken a billion dollars for sure. I no, I understand that every every movie now, especially in the, in, in the Marvel era, wishes they could do a billion. But my point is, mm. everyone, every outlet said eight hundred seventy two point seven million was a failure. Yeah, I remember. I was, it was there. Underperformance, yeah. but but again, that's tied it, into. You know what that's tied into? Because I I know how these people report the numbers. There's a massive amount of bias when it comes to reporting numbers. It's tied into the poor audience score and the poor word of mouth that Batman Superman had. That's what it's yeah. tied into. And my and what I'm trying to say to you is why I'm I feel like all all the Marvel stuff is going to go downhill from here. I feel all the movies coming out will just be worse and worse and worse. <laughs> And well, if, that's the, if they are, then yes, they will go down, of course, yeah. If they don't sort of get their act together and they keep releasing kind of like sort of flaky, some of the stuff a bit half-baked, you know, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, they, they will drain the pool and the numbers will go down. I do think by putting Avengers on the title of those last two, you'll probably see an upswing in terms of numbers. Um but yeah, uh, maybe. No, I, I'm projecting ahead. But uh, what you're saying is correct and very possible that you will see. Like I'm not, I'm not. Um, having seen Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm not. I'm not amazed that it's going to underperform. I, I, I've kind of like, yeah, okay. But but there is a lot of bias when it comes to reporting of numbers because uh, the what the industry likes to do is if there's if a movie does reasonably well and has a positive audience score and good word of mouth. They really pump it up, so whatever number they get is a success. If a movie still creates good numbers but has a poor review score and audience score and poor word of mouth but still makes good numbers, they always try to downplay it. It's it's There's a lot of bias when it comes to reporting on figures, which is funny because they're figures, and you should be able to tie them into cost ratio analysis and that kind of stuff. But the but, the, my, but what I'm saying is that you've got three movies to judge. You've got three previous Thor movies to judge this movie on as well. 
as to what is an underperformance or whether it's a, a dud. Yeah, but I'd also look at it in terms of um, I'd look at the at the Marvel franchise itself. Like you know, it's not just I mean, Thor one came out so long ago; it's almost irrelevant. Thor Ragnarok is relevant, um, and I'd look at the last batch of Marvel movies to judge it against. Like I think the movie that it should be judged against closest now is um, Doctor Strange. You know, Doctor Strange came out. Had reasonably good word of mouth. You know, people enjoyed it. They liked the, you know, they didn't love, love it, but it was, it was, you know, reasonably well received. Uh, it had some cool cameos that people got excited about. Look, I it took a lot of money. I'll be honest with you. I think what benefited Doctor Strange was him being in the Spider-Man movie that came out just before this movie. Yeah. I mean, they've definitely, yeah, they've definitely threaded Doctor like Strange was- in a lot. Whether you planned that or not, I think that was just really good because oh, they definitely Spider-Man planned movie. it. They fucking planned it, man. Of course they planned that, that's it. That's Spider-Man movie. Yeah, but my point is, what I mean is that planned it as in that Spider-Man movie was so good mm. and broke a billion dollars that I think off that high, yeah, people are like, oh, oh, that Doctor Strange guy from the Spider-Man movie, that it's his movie, and then everyone had to go watch it. But then I think, yeah, yeah as you said. It, it it wasn't like negatively rude, but I don't think it set that many people's worlds on fire. Definitely not. It's a it's and, I call it a seven out of ten movie, frankly. Yeah, and know? and this movie I think will underperform again, not be a bomb because a bomb is a very relative. You literally have to make no money. You have well, to yeah, lose money to be a an bomb. An actual bomb basically is you lose box money. office wise, like, you lose money. Yeah, or yeah. or or you make so little that really you lose anyway when you count in all the extra costs and stuff that aren't you don't see in like the you know surface analysis is like a box office mojo. So it won't bomb, but yeah, will it underperform? Yeah, and, and frankly, having seen it, it kind of deserves to underperform. It's it's not that good, <laughs> and it's not that memorable. And I think you're a hundred percent right. I mean, Disney aren't fools. Uh, they of course they know. Uh, that seeding, not seeding, but like featuring Doctor Strange so prominently in Spider-Man, which was a huge hit, it definitely helps, um, you know, Doctor Strange too. And yeah, there's like a there's like an afterglow. Of course, that, yeah, hundred percent. Now they, I would say, they probably had a lot of confidence because Thor Ragnarok was such a big hit, and everyone was so in love with Taika Waititi, you know, and all we've heard about for years is how great he is. They probably expected. That glow combined with they promoted Guardians pretty heavily, which is funny considering they're in it for fucking five seconds, but they probably were hoping that that glow would take place. But what happened was the movie came out to mixed reviews, I think is fair. And, um, I mean, I know some people who are pretty hardcore Marvel fans who hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I've got a friend at work, and, and I mean, she and she honestly does really enjoy the movies and the whole family does. She hates that movie with a passion. And and you know what? It's completely fair. And what she's saying is I, I don't hate it to that level, but I agree with her. It's a very insipid, lightweight, forget about there's nothing special. They squander um they squander sort of chances for storytelling. Not even just for comedy. It's not even funny comedy. Like it's not well, it's terrible. The- well, what I find so hilarious about this whole Thor thing, right, with the with the Taika Waititi, who I think is massively overrated, mm. just my opinion, sure. is he should have made at least two good movies before they let him have like mm. give him the reins, right? But they give him he has one movie that does well, like it's the best performing Thor movie, and they're like, yeah, man, just fucking do whatever you want. You you clearly know what you're doing, and it's like, mm. no, he, maybe he got lucky, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, Maybe he was it, a tiny it, thing, whatever. But you don't just give him the run and say, pretty much make whatever movie you want. Oh, you you just wanted to be fucking balls to the walls comedy. Go ahead. And then now you people are going like, what is this shit? Like, I kind of thought I was, I was getting more Ragnarok. It feels now. like there's. Like it feels like honestly, it having seen it, it feels like in this one he had very little um, oversight. Yeah, creative oversight. It feels like he had a lot of control, and and it was kind of very much his vision and his cup of tea. You know, you know? But can I say something? And this is why I don't believe he's the right person for like the Marvel jobs or the Star Wars jobs, right? Is because he always he loves saying to fans, "I will ruin your movies and your characters because I don't care about the law. I don't care about right." Um, uh, continuity i don't care about history i will fucking ruin it i don't care i'm just here to make a movie yeah and you know what and now guess what you 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 praised him (laughs) when when he said it for thor ragnarok and now you're like whoa hang on a second maybe maybe we jump the gun but what's funny to me is look at the end of the day i mean they gave him a lot of control and he made what he made like the end of the day that's it and it hasn't been super well received and they're probably getting cold feet on him now. You know, it's a bit of a learning lesson. But at the end of the day, the how can I say the analysis when Ragnarok came out is I could totally understand. I really enjoyed it. I I really liked the movie. I, I saw it recently again. I I, I kind of love the movie. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. But when someone like you saying they're not doing Ragnarok very seriously, I mean, you're not wrong. You are right. It's just that he he went in a completely different direction. He had a lot of wacky humour, but he also tied it into a story that I felt there was something there about the gladiator and this and that. Like all the wacky stuff was there. It was you could see the danger of that overwhelming a movie. It didn't quite overwhelm it for me. You know. So what I'm trying to say is the the seeds were there, and then. T- like I wouldn't have t- like of course you give him more freedom but I feel like he almost had complete freedom and uh, when I see Love and Thunder I'll, I'll have to watch it again when it comes out on yeah, but, um, streaming but yeah. also but I th- again what they didn't take into account was the reason that this Thor movie did so well is because again it was in the infinity zone yeah but it was also it was pretty Good and very well reviewed and had great word uh, of mouth. Like people, I, people were loving it, man. Like it had a very yeah. high Metacritic score. Everyone was talking. I mean, there was of course people who didn't enjoy it, but the majority really like. Just like this one has got very mixed word of mouth. That had very positive word of mouth, you know, and high audience. Again, score. I, I, except for you, I don't know too many people that actually like Ragnarok. I mean, I know plenty, but I, but I mean, when I I'm not just talking about my own circle. When I look at the, if I look at Metacritic, I guarantee you, thought Ragnarok has a has a decent score. You know, I, I bet you it does. Let's have a look. I, I'm sure it will. It was it 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 had positive word of mouth. That was the thing about it. People were like, oh wow, finally a Thor movie. It's a bit of fun. Blah blah blah. Like there was a lot of positivity about Thor Ragnarok. Um, which oh. of course contributes to the. I mean, that hey, all contributes. What, hey, what to did the, the joker say? You get what you deserve. Yeah, but but all that contributes to the box office. Like you don't get, you don't get like like it's got a seven point nine out of ten on IMDb. It's got a seventy four on on Metacritic, which is good for what it is. I compare that. I bet you that. Well, Thor, that's Love a and seven Thunder, out of ten. You basically said this movie was a seven out of ten. On Metacritic, which is the compilation no. of critic scores, this has got a seventy four. And a user Which score is seven out of a hundred percent, so that's about seven out of ten, or seven point five out of ten, whatever yeah. you want to round it to. And you Not said bad. this Thor: Love and Thunder is a seven out of ten. 
No, I said Doctor Strange 2 is. Doctor so Strange what's 2. Thor then? What's Thor Love and Thunder? What score did you give it then? Oh, I'd give it a, probably six and a half. Yeah, still six. very close to it. Six, six, maybe six. Like the more I think, I, I'll have to watch it again, but six to six and a half. You know, maybe, a, yeah, six in that region, six or six and a half. I'd give Thor Ragnarok a higher score than 74. I, I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. I'd give Thor Ragnarok like an 8.5, and I'm sure I did on the show. It's one of my favourite. It's in my top five Marvel movies. I, I really enjoy Thor Ragnarok. I, I watched it again just before the um, we went to see Thor, Love and Thunder. I far prefer Ragnarok to Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder to me, I will watch it again on streaming to give it a second chance. Um, but I, yeah, for me, it was, it was nowhere near as good as, as, as Ragnarok. So my personal score for Ragnarok's 8.5, my score for, if I'm being generous to Love and Thunder, I'd give it a 6.5. But when I think about some of the appalling scenes in the God City with Russell fucking Crow, uh, I mark it down. Look, there's, there's, there's bits in it. When you watch it eventually, there's bits in it that I like, you know, like it's not terrible. It's not like one of those movies you're like, oh, my God, this is, you know, not, you know what I mean, like a stinker, but it's just that it's super lightweight, man. Like it's just really sort of flimsy as a film. Um, so there's bits that I like in it, which is why I'm giving it at least a six, but 6.5 is probably being generous, you know, for, yeah, and, and that's my score. That's that's my own personal score, you know, so... Yeah, that's a two-point difference. So that's a fairly significant difference when it comes to these movies. So Doctor Strange 2, I'd probably give a seven. In fact, I'm pretty sure I gave it a seven on the show. So, you know, this is, these are all the different ways you, you know, it's it's hard marking these movies, man. Like, But you can only go on your own. Um, at the end of the day, it's just my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, it's Oh, yeah. It's all my subjective. opinion is that all junk. Well, what did you give Doctor Strange 2? Well, I think I gave it a six out of ten. Yeah. Well, believe you me, Thor: Love and Thunder is worse than that, by quite some. Well, for me, I, for me, I'm sure if I actually watched Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm pretty sure you'd probably get a three or a four. Yeah. Well, you know, I, well, my friend at work, she gave it a three. She hates it with a passion. Yeah. Um. So you know. Anyway, so then we had the Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power new trailer reveal the creation of a Balrog. Uh, man, I loved this trailer, dude. Um. Yeah. We got well, to you, see you, you can you can let everyone know, you know, give them your stuff because I got nothing to say about the trailer. Okay, have you watched it? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I may have fallen asleep during it. Okay, well, we got to see new footage of Gladriel, the formation of a cursed blade from Mordor, and what appears to be Sauron himself. And I thought Sauron looked pretty cool. Uh, we also saw Gladriel standing before a pile of empty helmets, signifying the losses incurred in the Great War to eradicate evil. While Middle-earth basks in a time of great peace and prosperity, this is following the end of the First Age, we see Sauron working to regain power. I personally thought this looked really epic and cool and a nice continuation on from the movies, man. I, I was, uh, you know, sort of... I thought visually it also looked spectacular. What, what didn't you like about it, Rich? What was, what was letting you down, man? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We maybe it's my brain. I don't see the excitement. I just see boredom. Oh, man, I, I was digging it. Old boring fucking shit. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to watch it for the show. So get ready. <laughs> when do we? I give it. I, I'll. I'm. I'm being honest with you. I'll probably give it three episodes before I literally quit the show. Probably. Well, I'll settle for three. I'll settle for three. You don't have to quit the show. You don't have to quit the show over it. Like you can. You can drop the. You can drop the. Um. 
Yeah, no, can... I'll probably hate you so much I'll have to quit the show is my point. No. All right. I was like, we don't have to leave Signal of Doom. Like, if you, three episodes is plenty for you. If you're hating it after three episodes, you don't have to keep watching it. But I will definitely be watching and we'll I'll do a review section on the show. But hey, we... I've got no issues with you watching it and I'll even sit through your, your recaps. And, yeah, you're going to have to, yeah. And, exactly. and, you know, and... and you have to give it three episodes, though. You have to give it three episodes. So, you know, that's because we need your input before you might it might surprise you man like has anything actually that's a good question has anything that you've thought you're gonna hate like hate, like really surprised you in like the last 10 years has there ever been an instance where you're like yeah i, I can't remember you ever saying you know what that movie that i said i was gonna really hate i really loved i can't remember that ever happening well, that's why I say in trailers are really important because sometimes one trailer, like the first trailer, can get me interested mm. or whatever. But then, but then maybe by trailer three or four, I might have a better idea and understanding of what's happening. And then go, oh no, no, right. no, I was wrong. This is this is terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what I saw? I saw Lightyear on the weekend. Oh yeah, it wasn't that bad. Honestly, I thought it was going to be so much worse. If From, you watch that, if you watch that movie as a kid, would it make you run out and buy a Buzz Lightyear no, to take home? No, mm, no, that's the problem with doubtful. the movie. Then. Very doubtful. <laughs> we rushed together. This movie is supposed to be the movie that Andy saw that had him falling. No, love Buzz definitely Lightyear. not. Yeah, I know they say that's that. The issue not. with the movie. Yeah, that's, I agree. That's why people have an issue with it. No, I agree. It's, with, it's a terrible movie. It's like no, no, this is not the fucking movie Andy saw when he was a kid. Yeah, definitely not. No, if, if I was a kid, I would find it very boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's more of a um, it's actually I like like none of it none of it's original. You know what I mean? Firstly, let's get that off the oh, yeah, yeah, starting yeah. block. But no, I enjoyed it. Like, and I also had very low expectations for the movie, and I was like, oh, this isn't too bad, and it was enjoyable enough. And you know, but yes, I agree with you. It's not a movie that like a six-year-old kid or however old that fucking kid in Toy Story was. 10 years old, whatever he was. Like, no, it's not like Star Wars. Star Wars is a movie that you want to rush out and buy things for after. You know what I mean? Like, what should have done with Buzz Lightyear and said, we need totally, to make this like. Totally. And it's not the Buzz Lightyear movie I would have made or, or written a screenplay for either. You know what I mean? Like, when I saw Tim Allen playing that character or heard him playing that character back in the day and what I envisioned, no, none of it is what I would have envisioned. And in fact, there's one part in it. I really hate, which I won't reveal the the spoiler, but there's a spoiler in it that I actually thought, what bullshit Disney, you know? Um, yeah, no, it's not. No, I agree that with that. It's not like if Andy saw this, he probably would have fallen asleep. <laughs> well, that, as I said, that's that was most people's issue with it mm. is that. It's not that it's a bad movie. It's just that everyone found it boring and totally unbelievable that this is the movie that Andy saw. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with that. Like, oh, I fucking got to get a Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga collection has a release date released at Comic-Con. Um, it will it's be... some good news. <laughs> yes. Well, I put this in there for you. So it's going to be released on August 30 for PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, and the... What's it called? The Xbox X series? Is that what it's called? A Nintendo Switch and PC. The Super Stack Collection will bring 13 classic TMNT games, including beloved staples such as Turtles in Time, which is pretty cool. I'm actually finally going to be buying a Switch next 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 month. Oh, there you go. Cool. Um, and I've seen the Cowabunga Collection advertised in the Xbox Store and the PlayStation Store, and I'm just 
you know, waiting for my time to purchase that because I will definitely get that. Um, you'll be thrilled to know, Richard, that Amazon's Wheel of Time is re- renewed for a third season. Um, oh, and we're back to the bad news. Yeah, based on the uh, novels by Robert Jordan, showrunner Raf Juckins said season three will follow book four, The Shadow Rising, which he said has always been his favourite in the series. Uh, the company also revealed a behind-the-scenes look at season two, though a release date remains elusive. Um, what was the? Let's have a look at the Metacritic for Wheel of Time because I, I would think I'm, I don't know, but I'm guessing it's going to be in the fifties. What, 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 what's your, what's your Metacritic? Yeah, Metacritic, which is a compilation of I'm all the critics. Probably seven. Like no, I don't think it'll be seven. I think it'll be in the fifties. Let's have a look. Yeah, I'm correct. I know my Metacritic, man. It's fifty-five. Yeah, mixed or average yeah. reviews. Yeah, I actually thought more people seem to like it for some reason. User Maybe. score is four point four. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, but the meta score, which is the critical score, is is um, fifty five, which is what I predicted. Well, um, I mean, look, as I said, I don't follow critics and all that. I only care about my score and your score, Dave. Yeah, well, I, you know, I like to follow Metacritic. Uh, there's a Legion of Superheroes animated movie coming. Um, there is some fear that Bendis has got his dirty little paws on this. Um, oh, I don't want it to be based on his Legion, please. But it probably yeah. will. Damn it. Yeah, I, God, I hope it's not. If if there's any Legion period that I hope they avoid, I hope it's Bendis's, <laughs> frankly. Uh, now, how about this? Oh, by the way, did you enjoy, back in the 80s, the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon, Rich? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Did you know that those characters are in the trailer of the new movie? Apparently. If you say so. Uh, well, uh, I did not see it myself, but apparently yeah, that's the case. Get- it, it's very hard for me to notice everything in a trailer when my eyes won't stop rolling. <laughs> now, on that theme, the cast of Star Trek Lower Decks will appear in action in the Strange oh. New World Season 2 crossover. I'm out. You love Strange New Worlds, don't you? Aren't you all about it? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you all about it, man? I thought I'm you were. I'm mixed about it, but, I mean, if they're going to be bringing that Lower Decks, I'm, I'm off. I'm completely off then. That's, that's the nail in the coffin that's got me off. Have you been watching it? Like, is it worth watching? On and, on and off uh, when I've really got nothing else to watch. Sure, sure. <laughs> when you're just cutting your toenails at home. I've actually just started watching uh, The Strain. Uh, that's a oh, show that's that good, man. Michelle and I watched all that, yeah. It's so weird to see that actor with uh, with that fake hair, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dion watches that as well with his wife. They, they, they enjoy that. No, it's really enjoyable. Finally, finally some vampires I can get behind. There you go. Well, you should have been listening to me. I we watched that three or four years ago. Me, no, 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 I know. I've been meaning to watch it for like literally okay. three years. Okay, yeah, that's no, good. Guillermo del Toro, um, I think, yeah. directed the first yeah, couple yeah. of episodes. Yeah, and then he's also been a producer and all that sort yeah. of stuff. No, it's, it's really good. I, I feel like it's kind of tied into his Blade um, world a little bit with these kind of vampires. Because remember, by the um, the second uh, uh, Blade movie, he had oh. the the vampire with the 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 jaw that opened up and that yes. had that like so I, I kind of feel like he's really tapping into that idea he had with the blade which is why I'm enjoying it so much because I love oh I love that the vampires just look so gruesome Ooh. yeah that's cool Ooh. uh then Spider-Man freshman year arrives on Disney Plus in 2024 will feature Charlie Cox's Daredevil well Charlie Cox is getting some work from Disney isn't he? he's really you know he's really turning up to play um and I want to say this is it a prequel to homecoming i think it might be it's it's some weird time period in in his uh in his uh 
in his um because I think it's tied into the MCU, but I'm I'm not uh, sure. Wait, is this this no? Is this a cartoon? I think yes. it's a cartoon. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it will feature Charlie Cox's Daredevil, you know, voicing it. Then mm-hmm. then we had some um drum roll for Walking Dead news. Uh, oh. t- Tales of the Walking Dead got its first trailer at San Diego Comic Con, which is the sort of anthology show. Um, in a hefty near two-minute trailer released during the franchise's Comic-Con panel. All the six protagonists are shown, and the trailer also includes a narration by Alpha from the main TV series. Now, is that online? Have I Because I haven't seen this. No idea, man. Well, if it is I'm online... Not a, I'm not a Walking Dead fan or follower. Oh, yeah. That's you. I fucking am. Yeah, but you know what? Don't worry. By the, by, by the show we do on, on Friday, if it's online somewhere, I'm going to find it and I'm going to review it like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to get right into this. Yeah, it is online. So there you go. Maybe I could have watched that before this and it would have been a better <laughs> discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it's out. But the big news, The Walking Dead spinoff starring Andrew Lincoln's Rick Grimes and Daniel Gorgora's Michonne is announced for 2023. It's receiving yet another spin-off as AMC confirmed a new series starring those ca- those actors. Uh, it will replace the planned Rick Grimes movie and is set to premiere in 2023. This made my day, man. I was like, yeah! And I watched the, the full trailer. Um, not the full trailer, the full Walking Dead panel. Then they came out at the end, Andrew Lincoln, and it's so weird hearing him talk in a British accent. And because, um, you know, I'm used to his red crimes, like the low voice that he gets going, you know, like, and um, and Michonne, and I couldn't be more excited. Like, God, I love these two characters. And Jesus Christ, I'm back in love with the franchise. I said to Michelle, we're going to polish off the rest of the Fear the Walking Dead that we've, we've I got. I love that you've fallen in love with something before it's even come out. I'm totally. I know. I said I love the characters, Richard. I've had many seasons of these no, two. No, but you said you're in love with this. I am show. in love with this. I am besotted with this. I'm, Fair enough. I said the other day when I was on um, Phil's Capes and Lunatics Ultimate Spider Cast with Ray, I said it's another reason to keep go, you know spin around this globe for another two years. <laughs> like, I'm hanging on now for these Marvel movies and for my Walking Dead. And just the, oh, geez, just the a, fact, just the say, fact. Come man, on, your life's not that empty. Geez. Just the fact, man, that we're going to get Rick Grimes back. I am pumped. And Daryl's going to be in the other spinoff as well. So, you know, things are looking up. Like they've realised finally it was going to be Daryl and Carol. Carol always kind of gave me the shits, and and the fact that she's left, I'm sort of like, eh, whatever. Like, good, her nagging gone, and and just Daryl Norman Reedus is going to be rolling it in one spin-off, and Rick and um, Michonne in another one. Hell yeah, man, I'm down. Um, so Walking Dead's got me right back in again, Rich. Um, you know, I was talking about like how over it I was. Well, I'm right back in it, and the last. Eight episodes in part three of season 11, which they've split over three fucking installments, um, is going to take place. I think it starts on, I think they said October. It could have been September, but I want to say it was October. Um, just as we get towards the end of this, uh, we had The Rock showed up in full Black Adam costume. Um, he got booed. Did he? No, he, no, he got booed when, uh, oh. he, uh, when he said that someone else could play Superman. Right, did he? Okay. Because he basically, Henry Cavill didn't show up, Uh. and he was just like, oh, he's the Superman, he's the goes, And then someone asked him who would win in a fight. He goes, oh, that's been a debate. And and he goes, at the end of the day, it really just depends on who plays Superman. Right. And then people went, boo, because he should have said, that'll be Henry Cavill. 
Right. Yeah. So he got booed for not for not for not. Why, why do you think uh, they haven't? Henry Cavill? Why do you think they can't close a deal with Henry Cavill and kind of get him? Like, what's what's uh, the problem? I mean, I know he loves the character and all that, but I mean, he doesn't really need him. Like, that's true. He's doing that's pretty true. well by himself. That's like, true. You know. And maybe he's just saying my price is X, and they're just like we we don't want to meet it. Yeah, maybe he's just like you. You guys don't really know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, it's all it's all up in the air, and you know you you'll give me one movie, and I think I'm coming back, and then you fuck me off again, and yeah, and the movie gets poorly reviewed and all that sort of. I've just recovered from you know yeah being your shitty Superman in three movies. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, he's yeah the stink of the sort of DCU. Um and then the Black Adam trailer showed uh, Justice Society's Adam Smasher, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, mm. and Hawkman got absolutely fucking hammered from what I saw. Hawkman got owned. I don't know why I hate I hate all this fucking lightning, man. Jesus Christ. Well, that's all Black Adam has, man. No, it is now, but that's he. He just used they just used to be strong like Superman back in the day, man. Right. Like it wasn't all this like fucking throwing around lightning bolts like the Black Lightning. <laughs> He's Black Adams just taking on Black Lightning's role now. But didn't he always throw lightning bolts around? Like, is it, doesn't Shazam do the same thing? Yeah, like, again, now they do, yes, yeah. but not not pre New Fifty Two. Okay, all right. Um, and then we had, and I am ashamed to say this, I'm back on the bandwagon with Berserker. I watched Keanu's interview, uh, and it was with Matt Kent and Ron Garney, and I mean, man, the way they were talking, apparently it's like one of the most successful indie comics ever. Um, anyway, so they were talking about it. Um, apparently, uh, supposedly, like in terms well, of sales. Well, that's the case, not for long. Yeah, true. Well, it's only had nine issues compared to some things like Turtles, which have had a lot more. But anyway, the point of the story is his Berserker anime has been confirmed for two seasons on Netflix, and I am down to watch this, man. Um, well, it certainly look pretty. Yeah, I'm down for it, man. I'm I so- don't think it will make any more sense, but it will certainly look pretty. Well, they need to – the last two episodes of the Berserker comic have been somewhat confusing. I will say that. Um, it almost felt like they were running out of storylines, but if they're going to do two seasons of, of anime, they're going to need um, they're going to need a bit more story. Yeah, not necessarily because it depends on fucking uh, how long the episode is and how many episodes per season. Yeah. Uh, now it's coming out through Japanese animation studio production. Ig. Its previous works include the Ghost in the Shell series and Eden of the East. So I assume you know. I'm well, familiar with one of those. Yeah. Um. Batman and Spawn are crossing over again. DC and Image Comics are bringing back one of the classic 90s crossovers um, revealed during the Jim Lee and Friends panel at Comic-Con. The comic will be a 48-page one-shot written by Spawn creator Todd McFarlane and drawn by Greg Capullo, um, which is pretty cool, you know, um, as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Turtles sequel is coming in December. I assume it's a comic. Um, I'll probably be skipping that. Uh, DC seemingly have no plans to make more Spider-Verse, uh, Snyder-verse movies. Uh, some some of the Snyder bros turned up and were like quizzing Jim Lee, which was pretty funny, and uh, asking him some hard questions. Good to, good to, I love it when they make some of these guys squirm. You know, like, I'm not a big fan of the Snyder bros, but the fact they turned up and put some heat on Jim Lee, good. And also some people put some heat on C.B. Sabowski and said, why, you know, do you believe the writers should unionize due to the poor deals they're getting? And he was like, oh, it's a very complicated question. It's too deep to answer in a panel. I'm not trying to avoid your question. It's like, yes, you are, CB. You fucking fat fool. 
Um, and then finally wrapping up Comic-Con news, William Shatner goes off on Star Trek. You'll be loving this. He said Gene Roddenberry would be turning in his grave in reference to the new Star Trek, Rich. <laughs> he said he would be yeah, turning Yeah, I mean, they have, they have really bastardised it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I lo- it's good to see Shatner just put his foot down. And then he also he also said, fuck Star Wars at the Comic-Con Shatner on Shatner panel. So good to see William Shatner just doing what that, he pleases. That part was definitely for laughs because yes, they, even, they even referenced that in a um, – remember that commercial that they did here in Australia? Oh, they maybe did it for America as well when it was Shatner uh, – no, not Shatner. Um, 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 Patrick Stewart mm. uh, yes. playing – uh, table tennis, I think. Yeah, with Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was for laughs because it was he was part of the Master Universe panel, and Mark Hamill is um in, as obviously part of the Master Universe um you know voice voice squad, and Shatner's joining that up. So, so be good. If Shatner could play. What about Hordak? Hordak. But, although, but can I just say, mm. current Star Wars, I do agree with Shatner. Fuck Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, I mean, Which, that, even if he's joking, I still agree with him. So. Exactly. Well, that kind of wraps up our Comic Con news. It's been kind of fun, Rich, doing your jump shots with you on a Monday night. You enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, look, I'm I'm glad that uh, um, I, I'm glad it was good for you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Uh, no, no, not this show. I mean, the Comic Con. Yeah, man, um, I was pumped. Like, you know, yeah. I, but uh, you like, you know me, I like the flashing lights and the bright new things. But I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just. It's so hard for me to get interested in mm. in in so much of of the shit today. It's the same like last month I was watching the um the Xbox game showcase that mm-hmm. they did like a month ago, and I think I skipped through like a good hour of that hour and a half yeah presentation because I was just like, nope, looks like shit. Moving on, skip, skip, skip. Yeah, looks like shit. Skip, skip. skip. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not just this. I just just so many things today just look like trash to me. I hear, Rich. Well, anyway, regardless, I mean, on that uplifting note, uh, that is our Comic-Con <laughs> show. I do want to say if you've enjoyed the jump shots, um, we can do more of them for the Patreon. So if you want to join the Patreon for as little as $1 per month, uh, patreon.com slash Signal of Doom. It is very much appreciated. Um, oh, but I, I will say this. The only movie I am interested in is the one that you do hate, and that is Ant-Man. That? Yeah, of course you are. Like really? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? No, the fact that Kang's going to be in it has made me more interested. And Modok. And Modok. You know, that's actually dragged my interest levels up. And I like Paul Rudd, so I will watch it. I, Don't worry. I you know. feel like what's what's that guy's name? Peyton Reed. Yeah. Uh, I think he's he's been consistent with the Ant Man movies. He like has. he's kept he's kept the humor to like a minimum. It's needed to be heartfelt when it needed to be heartfelt. Yeah, they've been um, okay. It's you know it, it, my point is it's been better than like in for me like the Taika Waikiki stuff and all that and again I have liked the Russo stuff so mm. I enjoyed it when you know they did the Captain America and all that sort of stuff it's just that I just wish they would do more like that where they just just eased up on oh me too me too the, the, yeah. the comedy as much oh, and just yeah. treated it a little bit more seriously I'm not saying you got to go dark and grim and like super serious like Zack Snyder but just maybe just lighten up on the Oh, I agree. Ease up on the wacky, wacky, you know, um, in your in your mainstream Marvel movies, please. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah. So look, we're proud members of the collective. Um, you've got a lot of cool shows on there, like Inner Demons, the Brian Biggie. You've got uh, Ray Into the Night. 
Last Sons of Krypton with Connor. You've got Capes and Lunatics, big supporters of the show, and I was just on Ultimate Spidercast. You've got Lilith, Phil, and Charlie over there. They're having a good time. There's plenty of good stuff on The Collective. I want to say thank you and good night. Good night. Good stuff, Rich. Mm-hmm.